Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Captain Patrick uh, taking a break today. Can you blame him? He, he's been uh, doing the show so many times in a row. Surely he need a break from his crew, and so we've given it to him, and he'll be back uh, next week to report accordingly. Probably refreshed, you know, uh, kind of like a little vacation. You, th- you think, Barry? I think he was getting. I think he was getting. What is it called? A therapy? A mani pedi? Oh, really? (laughs) All right. Has he ever taken a vacation before? I I doubt it. Uh, You know, not knowing him, and God knows it was long overdue. So uh, he'll be back with us next week. Uh, However, filling in on the uh, you know on the captain's helm is Rusty. We have Captain Rusty with us. He's actually at the Daytona Beach Show as uh, as we uh, as we speak. The Daytona Boat Show, I should say. Uh, Rusty, (laughs) how are things there at the boat show today in Daytona? You know, it's incredible. Okay, so first of all, you just got to picture what what I got here. I'm on a Chris Craft 24-foot Calypso. Nice. I got Max, my sales rep, standing beside me because I'm trying to teach him how important I am. (laughs) That's one way to do it. Yeah. And then the show has been, the weather's been probably the best ever here. It's not windy. It's beautiful. And it's been packed. Nice people all day. Yeah, and just to set the picture for everyone listening right now, it's in the uh, infield of the of the Daytona Beach Speedway. Is that right? Uh, well, no, not the oh. entry field. In the parking lot outside, in front of us. So oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but that's a huge area. It is uh, the it parking is. area there at the at the Speedway in Daytona. So that's where the boat show is set up. So uh, you see a ton of boats. A lot of people are there on site today. Uh, uh-huh. Gawking, I guess, is that the case? They- they are. There's there's a ton of people. Uh, we sold probably I think two for sure. Got a lot of leads coming on Barletta pontoons mostly. Uh, however, a while ago, and this is this is a truth. Yeah, a dog took a crap right under my boat. Well, that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> you made them feel I that comfortable. It, but I'm I'm going. That, that, you're just standing there. You're going. How does this? What? What, yeah. what's happening what now? is going on yeah whose dog uh, yeah. was it do you know or is it just like a dog came up took a crap and took off or what <laughs> no the owner was holding on a leash oh okay <laughs> oh, that's nice it's like hey we gotta go we gotta we got a gift for you and it, it's a good omen i guess i don't know just standing there sipping a beer yeah well did you tell the owner that hey for uh, doing that you got to buy a boat from me or something or you didn't yeah, play i should have yeah. i should have said you know look this, this just can't happen so we're going to go ahead and need to put a deposit on the boat <laughs> that wasn't the kind of deposit you were looking for however <laughs> that's true yeah. okay. <laughs> we need bill on the line but he, he would have been all over this yeah but bill would have been Okay. Well, yeah, he's into crappy things, I guess. We'll leave it at that. All right. So uh, a lot of vendors, a lot of people showing up. The weather is perfect there in Daytona today. You've already yeah. sold a few boats then, huh? And so, we have. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, of course, you know, boat prices are a lot more expensive than they were. So there's definitely some, 
sticker shock people are having. Yeah. We haven't sold as many as I thought we would have sold for the number of people that's at the show. Hmm. And I'm not I'm not sure if they're just more looking or I don't know. Yeah. Well, do you have a goal like a, a certain number of boats you expect to you know you expect to sell uh, at the uh, at the boat show this weekend or what? I would like to sold eight. Eight, and you've sold how many so far? Two. Okay. Well, you got plenty of time. It's still pretty early in the process, isn't it? It, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, we got time, and there'll be people who come back. You know, they come and look, and then they walk around, and yeah, then they come back out. So exactly. Uh, they're looking for those end of show specials, that kind of thing. Mike the Mariner, exactly. what 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 uh, what say you, Rusty? What's the what is the situation with uh, inventory now? Are are things getting better uh, yeah. with regard to? Well, you at least had eight boat boats available in Daytona today. It sounds like is that right? So yeah, you have a lot of boats. So what we're doing? So these twenty two that we have, most of those are available. So pontoons are available. Mm-hmm. We have one Chris Craft. Two cobalts. We have about nine pontoons and about six stingrays. Mm. So, and Regal's not here at all that I've I've seen. But what we're doing is when we sell a boat, we tell them they can't take delivery of the boat till after February because we need to take it to another boat show. Ah, okay. Um, and sell off of it. So, right, and I, right. And we're doing another thing that's different this year that we've never done in the past is you have. It, to hold the boat, to buy the boat, you got to put a thousand dollar deposit down, mm-hmm. and it's refundable for twenty four hours. But after that, it's a completely non refundable deposit. Wow. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, but that's uh, that's what you got to do, like you said, because inventory is so tight, and people are uh, you know got to make those adjustments accordingly if they want the boat bad enough. I, I assume, right, yeah. Rusty? Yeah. Oh, uh, we do. You know, you have people that come out and they'll put a deposit on four or five boats, and then they'll decide which one. And you just, we can't do that, you yeah. know, because if you can't tie up them the up, boat, yeah, right, makes sense. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, Rusty, Rusty, if you were to compare the demand for boating now, for boat new boats now, and even used boats now, are you seeing it? If you were looking at a bell curve, are we on the downslope or? I think we're starting to peak out the there, uh, Rusty, as I, far I'm, as I'm demand. Not- I'm gonna let Max answer that. He's standing beside of me. He's my sales, he's my sales rep. Hey, okay. How you doing? Hey Max, how you doing? Welcome to the world of boating, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so to answer that question, you know, it's it's actually you know I say it's still pretty strong. We're seeing it kind of slow down a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of hiccups, but I think uh, both shows are still really strong, and and uh, people are still mm-hmm. buying boats and ordering boats. So a lot of people are about a year out, you know, on some bills. And right. It's just challenging. Crazy times. Crazy yeah. times. Well, you know, we've talked about this in the, you know, over the last few months about whether or not we are experiencing the golden age of boating in, in the industry as far as demand and sales right now. And I kind of think we are. I, that's my feeling. But, you know, how long will this last? Will will that start to peter out after a few months or will it extend for another few years? I mean, Max, what's your thought in, in that regard? You know, there this has never happened before in the, yeah. in the history of voting, you know, so we don't know. I mean, right. <laughs> could, Honest answer. Stay. Yeah, we we, you know, hope it stays like this for a while, but we also <laughs> need some inventory. So, right. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, we, we see it continuing, though, for sure. I, I don't think I, I'd say probably another year, year and a half, I'm saying. OK, well, you know, and, and you're right. Even if it were to cool off a little bit, that might be good for the industry as long as it's still, uh, you know, uh, demand stays strong. I mean, that's be, that'll be good for uh, industry in general. Mike, what, what do you think? 
Well, I'll tell you from a buying perspective, you know, I bought this boat about uh, just under a year ago. And when I, when I was shopping for this boat, they were hard to find. It was, I spent two months and I, and I literally had to jump on this boat when the, uh, when the ad hit, I thought things were going to cool off a little bit, but I have some friends right down the dock from where I am right now that listed their boat yesterday and they're showing it twice today. Wow. Well, there you go. So demand is strong, even though it has cooled off a little bit in Florida. And I mean physically, <laughs> as uh, temperature-wise there. And so at the Daytona uh, Boat Show, Rusty, you guys yeah. are there as, uh, what, Jacksonville Marine or your uh, Daytona <laughs> no. store or what? We're here as Blue Water Marine. Blue Water, uh, okay. Daytona store, yeah. Yep. So look for uh, look for a Blue Water Marine at the Daytona Boat Show or uh, the Dog Poo, uh, either way. Exactly. Max <laughs> and I'll be signing autographs, uh, you know, from one... One to three each afternoon. Okay, all right. Well, there's there's that uh, time to avoid. You don't want to be you don't want to be there when the crowd is rushing the the booth. You won't be able to get to them, right? Yeah. yeah. When you go to the boat show, just go ahead and sniff Rusty out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> just follow the smell. Okay. Look for this. All right. Look for the pile of steam. I love it. All right. Well, Rusty, we'll let you get back to selling boats. You got a few more to sell, but I appreciate the update and and uh, catching up. And actually, I, I think that. Was this the first time we've had on Rusty for the new year? Happy New Year it to is. you. Yeah. And, yeah. And actually, I looked at the calendar. I think it's around this week or last week. I think this is like my 11th anniversary with the World of Boating. Well, there you go. Absolutely. That, that sounds about right. That definitely yeah. sounds about right. Well, uh, and we're glad to have you. So, Rusty, get back to selling, making money, and we'll catch up with you again real soon, my friend. All right. Thank you, Greg. There Bye, you guys. go. Uh, Blue Water Bye. Marine. Now, we, uh, now, you know, now he, he's expanded so much since he's been on the World of Boating. And uh, do we get our 15%? Barry, you're the accountant. Come on. Uh, Yeah, you got uh, 15% of zero. Okay. What do you mean? (laughs) He sold a ton of boats. He's making like billions right now in the boating industry. He's he's putting it away and investing in property. That's higher than uh, zero. What kind of of new math are you uh, Well, uh, no. You see, you get the net amount. He's taking it off the top. Okay. I guess. Uh, yeah, I, you, <laughs> you know, you get you get fifty percent after expenses. So, um, right, and it always seems to show just a little loss. Okay, well, there, you know, there, you know, Barry is good at uh, being creative with the numbers. I guess <laughs> for any of those IRS yeah. agents out there listening, right. this is all hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical, right. all above the board, <laughs> below the waterline. We'll go with that. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i step a boat you did yeah she was pretty damn sweet man i love that boat so why'd you lose sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world burn Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain, well, nope, Patrick, not here. Uh, just uh, old habits, hard to break there. Barry the Boater and Mike the Mariner are, though. So we got, uh, you know, a three-man crew navigating the latest boating news and information. And uh, by the way, I, I think uh, what Captain Rusty just proved uh, at the uh, Daytona Boat Show is that uh, we are a kind of a good luck charm for, you know, people that appear on this show. I mean, you know, Rusty's like a... A boating mogul now. He has like three dealerships around Florida. He's like making buku bucks. Hardly has time to talk to us anymore. But, I, I, you know, he, he kind of credits uh, being on the world of boating to spark that whole uh, journey and maybe picked yeah. up a thing or two. And then last week, yeah. you know, uh, Mike the Mariner is at the uh, at the fishing tournament there in Sanford, Florida. And uh, we l- literally had to kind of stop Captain Patrick mid-sentence. Because I saw on the video, which you can see on YouTube Live and or YouTube, uh, Facebook Live and Twitch, uh, that the the team of fishermen were coming in, weighing their fish, and, and I said, "Hey, hey, wait, hold up, Patrick, we got to talk to these guys." And the team that we interrupted and had on the World of Boating last week ended up winning the whole enchilada. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, two two kids, like nineteen and twenty years old. Wow. Uh, they had just weighed in and, and they had some really, really nice fish and, and, uh, had a great tournament and, and you could tell they had been, uh, around the block or two yeah. a time or two because, uh, they were good, they, they were good during the interview and they, 
Yeah, well, they, they really knew strong. that hey, the world of boating is kind of like uh, it, it's almost like a superstitious thing. You got to if you have yeah. the opportunity to be on the World of Boating radio show, you should take it because it might just be the one lucky, you know, rabbit's foot thing that you need to kind of put you over the top. And sure enough, they win the big uh, big prize. So uh, they got how much yeah. money? Do you know? Or just that uh, they won? I think the, I think uh, the, the the top prize was Two thousand, I believe. The total purse was ten or twelve thousand. Um, I have another friend, a really good friend of mine, Nathan Bloom, yeah, um, who's a, a pro bass fisherman as well, and he was in the tournament. He placed sixth. Wow. Okay. And, and he and he and he was in the money as well. So fifteen percent of those uh, prize winnings, Barry, is uh, three thousand dollars. That's my math. What? What 15, did you come up? Fifteen percent of two thousand, yeah. or of the total? No, I'm rounding total. up, of course. But oh, of course, uh, no. No, but it, it's interesting because it only proves that you don't have to be a fisherman with uh, that looks like NASCAR style with your super expensive boat. You could just be two young kids in their own little boat and go out there and win these tournaments. Mike? Yeah. Oh, oh exactly. On that note, there the, the variety of boats in this tournament were crazy. They had kayaks. There were pontoon boats. There were center consoles, which is like, you know you know killing an anthill with a flamethrower you've got a center console on a on a on the st john's river right and then you know and there were uh just like normal you know flats boats uh all kinds of boats these kids were in a uh in like a a bass tracker you know aluminum mm-hmm. you know, aluminum bass tracker yeah uh so, so you so look like really- uh you know high school bums and they went and uh, kicked the pro- pros butts i mean yes. did you talk to any of the pros and they were like oh damn kids you know, did you see any of <laughs> no, that going really on that. or no 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 there you know there you know it was really uh that that community is really kind of a cool community they they uh, all support each other and yeah and they were all happy for you know everybody that was in you know in the top uh 10 um everybody was congratulatory and yeah and, and all that so it, right. was a, it was a really really great tournament it yeah. was really fun well i i bet and congrats to those guys hey you remember what their names were i don't obviously but uh no i didn't i didn't catch their passing. names no well, i didn't they, catch their yeah met them in passing because they were throwing bass into the water they're probably <laughs> out there in uh you know right there in the bar strip there of sanford florida partying it up big time uh last night and tonight that's my guess you can buy a lot of booze with a couple grand there. So God bless them for it. But yeah, I don't know. We ought to take credit. Uh, don't you think, Barry? Don't you feel lucky that you're on the world of boating? Oh, I, th- I think Mike can take credit. Well, yeah, but because he, he's the one that interviewed them. Well, true, but we had him on the world of boating. And, uh, you know, they, once again, somebody scores big time. I think it, right. I think it's a thing. Okay. If not, we ought to make it a thing that it's just good well, luck to be yeah. on the world of boating. That's better than yes. what we usually get, which is like, what were you thinking? You know, that kind of <laughs> that kind of thing. All right, so uh, so fishing tournament was uh, happening there in Mike the Mariner's backyard last week. Is it pretty quiet? I see you're just sitting back on the helm of your vessel today. Is that uh, just chilling day or what? Yeah. Yeah, today uh, today was kind of a kind of a lazy day. We came up last night and uh, had dinner with some friends and and uh, didn't take the boat out today. Although we should have. I mean, the yeah. weather is absolutely amazing. It is nice, um, but uh, we're expecting some pretty sporty weather here tomorrow. So, uh, well, we so, kind of so have uh, chilly temperatures, but uh, very clear skies in Florida today. 
but uh, today, but there's another cold front right. coming down. Exactly. Yeah, so it's the calm before the storm, possibly tomorrow. It's going to be a little rough and windy, I guess. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. So silhouettes. Yeah. So silhouettes going to stain or slip tonight and tomorrow. So. All right. What about you, Barry? Are you threatening to take your vessel out, or have you given up on that for now? Uh, no. Uh, right now, the vessel is being blocked in by five-gallon cans of paint. Uh, so he's on I a mission. My, I'm on a mission to finish house. painting this house before summer comes around, which will be in about three weeks at this rate. Uh, yeah. So, well, I mean, I, what are you doing, like a square foot a day? Why is it taking so long? It's uh, just, because I'm the only one doing it, because I yeah. have to power wash it. Yeah. All right. Then I got to cut all the old caulk around the windows and recaulk the windows. Uh-huh. Then I got to come in with filler to fill in all the settlement cracks that happen with concrete block houses. Uh-huh. Then okay. I got to get up and then I got to prime everything. You know, you have to cut in all around. Right. Uh, and then you have rolling. It's easy. Wouldn't you rather I, be I, boating? This sounds like way too much course. work. What, what were you, but what were you thinking? It's got to get done. Get done. Uh-huh. Okay. When your wife heard that I was painting the house, she wanted to trade you in. Well, she wanted you to do ours too. <laughs> oh. I was right there with her. I was like I'm as soon as you finish yours, this. right? This is the last time I'm painting a house, right? But you say I, you're going to be freed up in about three weeks. We can make that work. I'm, oh yeah, no, I'm the boat. I look at it and I say, "Honey, you're going out very soon." And uh, <laughs> I had the battery charged up. Yeah, and all I need to do is get rid of all that, all that tools that i have sitting there right now right and so uh, so this is like uh, your prize once you get the the house painted the the prize to yourself or gift to yourself is going to be able to go go boating again i'm gonna i'm gonna take her out during the weekday when there's no one around you make it sound so dirty my gosh barry that's right just (laughs) me and her and oh. every restaurant I could find or bar along the way. Oh, water. so he's an exhibitionist as well, sounds like. All right, we're coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick is not here, but we do have Mike the Mariner and Barry the Boater to round out the crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information and uh, just, you know, catch up a little bit, too. Now, last week I alluded to this on the air. I actually did a pretty cool adventure. Didn't involve much boating, but I did see a ton of boats. And what I did, I I, uh, grabbed a friend of mine who has his own (laughs) plane and he picked me up in Orlando. We flew down to Key West from Orlando and back in the same day. Just went wait, wait, down wait. there for lunch. So you made him fly from his house because yeah. he has a runway in back of it. Right. He, he's all in Fort Myers. Orlando, yeah. He had to pick you up right. and then had to fly all the way to Marathon. Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. Key West. Because, of course, it's an honor to uh, you know chauffeur me around the around the world like that right i guess he needed some ballast to help level out the airplane yeah. in the, yeah, it's I called parasitic picture. drag it's called parasitic oh, drag, parasitic whatever, drag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. but uh but yeah he did do that and yeah you saw the pictures on facebook mike is that what you were gonna say i, I did i think you were in a mooney right we were in a mooney that 201 a mooney. and uh we we're yeah. doing about 200 miles an hour uh zipping down to uh, key west and uh it was blast but you know we went down to the waterfront cafe right off to vol street Right there, you know, by Mallory Square and had lunch. 
got my blackened fish sandwich, and it overlooks this marina in Key West and Stock Island and all those places down there that you can kind of see off in the distance. And, uh, man, they, there were a ton of people, a lot of people down there. I mean, it is cranking down in Key West right now for sure. Thank God we didn't have to drive down there. It would have been a nightmare. But well, the weather's the weather's so much nicer down there than well, up it was. North right it, now. it was. There were a ton of boats. Uh, I and maybe we, you know we were there in the afternoon. I was surprised they were all in dock though. There were a bunch of fishing boats right there at the marina, and they were all in the marina. I'm like, why aren't they out fishing? And then I thought, well, maybe we're late. It was you know so like three o'clock ish. How do you get around? I mean, if you land at the airport, do you rent a, a car? Do you just take an Uber? What yeah, do you do? Yeah, take an Uber. You're good to go. You're all fine. So yeah, cool. just Uber uh, around and just took it down to Duval Street and uh, and have some fun. So uh, it was good. It was good for sure, and uh, highly recommended. But I saw some amazing vessels down there, and that's where all the boaters are right now. Like you said, slightly warmer if you're not going international. All right, more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Man has always been drawn to the sea. But it's an unnatural setting for us. A place of great danger. Tides, currents, waves, wind, each presenting their own hazards, none of which can be ignored. The slightest lapse of judgment can be a mistake you might never recover from. But a good sailor doesn't fight against these elements. A good sailor works with them, using them to his advantage, while others less fortunate might be forever cast adrift, often in several pieces. He always comes home safely. This is the World of Boating. Words of Boating Wisdom from Dexter. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. From that Dexter show? That's what that was? Yeah, it's Dexter. Oh. And the latest season just wrapped up on uh, Showtime. Uh, I, I have uh, watched it. I don't plan on uh, following in his uh, float plan anytime soon. Did, didn't the show end years ago? It, it ended a few years ago, yeah, and then they just did a new season on uh, Showtime. It just wrapped okay. up. Okay, right. So you can catch that you know, on your streaming services and everything. I, I enjoyed it. it. It's pretty intense. Not any boating in this latest run, though, which is a little disappointing. But uh, you know, if you like, uh, you know, like Dexter, it's it's a pretty interesting uh, twist of you know how they do this. That's all I want to say. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. You know, I watch a lot of TV, so our passengers don't have to. You know, like yeah. The Bachelor and that kind of thing. Because I'm looking for not relationship, uh, you know, uh, advice or how to handle those type of things. But but I'm looking for boating angles. For the world of boating, like, you know, because on, on The Bachelor, for instance, a lot of times they go out on their, you know, their one-on-one uh, -on -one dates and they go out on a boat because that's probably one of the most romantic things you can do 
as a couple is go out on a boat and make the best of it. I mean, Mike the Mariner takes his honey out quite a bit on his vessel, don't you, Mike? Absolutely. I turn those props as fast as I can, as that's often right. as I can. Okay, and that's a euphemism for we don't <laughs> yeah, want to say turning the props. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, whatever it takes to to spark uh, you know love might work. And I don't know, they haven't done anything on the Bachelor yet, uh, so we'll see. It, it's just getting into it, uh, Barry. So uh, I'll tell you when to tune in. All right, or I'll send that's you. That's okay. Yeah. No, okay. you you really don't have to. No, you're a liar. You know you don't <laughs> love it. No, I don't. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and then there's this other one, Joe Millionaire, too, where there's one guy who's a bachelor, has no money, and the other guy's filthy rich, and the women are vying for their attention. So one, And they don't know which one is filthy rich? Correct. They don't know no, which one has guess. a boat and which one does not. Wow. <laughs> wow. How about that? <laughs> So, oh my God! You know they'll they're going to work some boat stuff in there. You watch; it'll happen, yeah. and we'll you know we'll discuss it accordingly as we uh, yeah. try, try to keep our passengers properly informed. Now, uh, as far as other boating news and information, Barry, there was something that you had. What was the story you were telling me about uh, before okay. our big show today? What was if, it? If you if you recall, last yeah. week we were talking about the winner of the uh, annual boat award was an electric boat. Right, from and, Boating Magazine, and, right, yeah. Right, and and we had discussed one of the things that is kind of keeping electric boats from becoming the new wave thing is they need charging ports. They need places to recharge these things. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and this uh, article from BoatBlurb.com, uh, they said that uh, there are two companies that are going to be building or installing charging stations in Ontario and Quebec. Okay. So it's the first steps toward having... Uh, an electrical system set up so that people can, uh, you know, have have their uh, take their electric boats out. Well, what's and, the big deal? I don't get this. I mean, can you go to pretty much any marina, Mike, and get power? That's well, what they do power, at a dock, but, right? But you, well, you can get power, but just like, uh, you know, electric cars, the charging stations are at a different volt uh, right. and, and producing ah, okay. power. Yeah, you know, that that it's a much more um, higher, uh, l- larger amount of electricity. It's okay, right. yeah. they got to have those superchargers, <laughs> right? So BC, right. BCI Marine is partnering with Aqua Superpower to install these charging stations. There's going to be three in one area, and about 75 miles away, three in another, so that you can actually do a nice day trip. You know charge it up at one area and then go all the way down to the other and then go back. Mm-hmm. And these things are going to put out, I think it, it was like 120 uh, kilowatts of power. A bit, yeah. Mm. 150 kilowatts of DC yeah. power. So these are fast charging stations, right? Uh, you go in there, uh, you know, not quite as fast as sitting there with a pump, pumping the fuel in, yeah. but it'll be fast enough to make electric boats a little bit more palatable. Yeah. So yeah. it's well, beginning. It's the beginning. We'll we'll see. You know, I'll tell you, I I wonder, how do they plan to uh, get over this issue of setting up these charging ports or stations, as as you describe them, Barry, at a marina by the water? I mean, you know, we have those issues with fuel stations now where you got to watch, make sure you don't... you know, let the fuel spill out of your in- intake valve and pollute the environment. You drop that uh, charging port thing in the in the lake or the ocean. <laughs> Hello, I would say, I would say well, there's probably a lot of safety devices built into it. Number one, yeah. Go ahead. 
Mike, Mike what, do, what do you think? Yeah, th- th- there are. So, so when it will not energize until it makes a a, a, a connection click with, or something, yeah. right? Exactly. Okay. But here's but here's the thing. There's already a lot of latent voltage in the water in a lot of marinas because you get degradation. You know, most of the utilities are run under the docks to get out. Like the utilities on my dock are run under the dock. And, yeah, and uh, at at certain points along the way. You know that that conduit is underwater, so you get latent voltage, and then, and to get those charging stations into place, they can't use the transformers that are serving the main marina. They're going to have to add transformers to add that electrical capacity. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see. Uh, I, I don't see it being widespread anytime soon, for the same reason that you know the electrical grid in North America can't handle. Um, the, the, the projected number of electric vehicles in the future right. uh, without major, major upgrades. Mm-hmm. Well, the power companies uh, have absolutely no problem doing that because of all the money they'll make selling this power. And I do see these little charging areas. There's a, a target near my office that they constructed a whole char- charging system for the cars in the area there. Mm-hmm. So people can come in, do their shopping, plug in their car and go. Yeah. And you see those at Whole Foods. Uh, you see the supercharging stations on the Florida's Turnpike now. Uh, they right, have, but them there's there. only like five or six of them usually. Well, there's only you know ten cars in the whole state. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> yes, at the moment that is the case. Actually, for Florida, my, my neighbor has a Tesla right across the street, yeah. and it makes the strangest noise when it goes into reverse. You know, just hearing the the thing back up the way it does. But, yeah, what, uh, what, like how? How does the sound, Barry? It just it just makes a whining noise when hey, it goes. Go, into go reverse. ahead, give it a, give us a, an example. Go ahead, try. Really? Oh. Yeah. Why does it do that? Also, oh, it doesn't go beep beep beep. <laughs> no, it doesn't go beep beep beep. <laughs> and he has a charging port in his uh, house. He mounted it. No, he mounted it to the outside wall. Hmm. And for some reason, it has a light on it that flashes on and off every now and again. I don't know why. Uh, but he has his charging port on his house outside. Outside, yeah, huh? Because that's where the car lives. It lives outside. He just plugs it in at night. Okay, all right. Well, I guess I, I didn't. I thought you had to have those in your garage or something. No, why? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I guess you don't have to, but it seems like it'd be an awkward place. Uh, you think HOA it would be an must HOA love problem? Them. Yeah, I was well, going to say. Nah. It's it's not big. It's a it's a little box with a yeah. cable attached to it. Yeah, but uh, anybody can go up to his house and charge their car up now. If they have a Tesla, yeah. Well, okay. Now we know. <laughs> Are <laughs> so, you going to get one and just kind of bogart nah, his power? No, but I, it's funny because one time I I drove up to Orlando and we stayed at a hotel and this woman comes in and the first thing she asked the um the guy at the uh, at the counter at the desk, was yeah. it, at the desk. Is there a place that she could plug in her car to charge it up? You know, so they had some areas set of parking where right. they had they outlets. Do. Yeah. So they could plug in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's catching up. And I think it will with boats, too. Okay. Um, well, as I, the infrastructure goes in, why not? Well, that that's the, the trick. Like Mike alluded to earlier, when it comes to electric cars, they're saying the infrastructure is not even close to catching up. And, it, and there's going to be some lag time there. Because they're well, selling they're, a they're lot of electric it. cars right now, but way more electric cars than they have charging stations. So at some point, it's going to start to get to be a, a potential issue. Because like those mm-hmm. six stations uh, <clears throat> at Target, 
you know, right now, sure, you have no problem pulling up to a target and charging up. But hey, a year or two from now, when everybody and their brother gets a hybrid plug-in or a or a plug-in car, uh, then that twenty-minute uh, you know station time is going to be backed up, and you're going to get lines. It could, it could be. But so I we'll mean, see. Again, you said that the quick thing was this hybrid. With a hybrid, you still have gasoline and a little motor that'll recharge your battery. Well, that's true. So that might be the, the stopgap in the meantime. We'll see. All right, more coming up. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast what is your problem we had something i felt it I felt it on the bow, I felt it on the stern, then a few more times on the bow, then the stern again. Then you flip me over onto my starboard side. I even tried aft for the first time. I'm on a boat. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, next week, um, I'll have a full report from a uh, travel out to the left coast. I'm going to spend a few days out in California and compare notes to what we experience here in Florida. It could be pretty dramatic. Might be uh, I might be pleasantly surprised. I don't know. 
but I'm going out there for some business. Might even see a boat or two, uh, see the water mm. out there, experience the whole climate, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, I'll, I'll report back accordingly. And, and I, I want to see do. you jump into that water over there. Why would I do this? What do you think? I'm insane. Don't answer yes. that. That's a rhetorical <laughs> question. But, uh, but yeah, I got, I got some travel ahead of me, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Now, some other boating stuff, though, uh, going on. Mike the Mariner saw this story. Where, where did this happen with sure. this guy? He had a mishap with his yacht. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a, a little bit of a mishap here. I, I think the captain of the Tropic Breeze gas tanker is probably looking for personal injury attorneys right now. I got really? a crick in my neck. Someone oh, whiplash. Me. Little whiplash. Yeah, J- what happened? So, so J.R. Rittinger is uh, is a retail tycoon, uh, Market America and Shop.com CEO. Okay, he has a fifty-one million dollar. 207 foot boat called utopia four wow and somehow yeah this this yacht overtook and rammed a gas tanker in open water in the bahamas um just north of stirrup k yeah and sank it the the, the gas tanker sank in 2,000 feet of water now i'll preface this by saying you know or make a point nobody was killed nobody was hurt all of the um, crew members of the tanker were uh, rescued by another passing yacht, which begs the question, why didn't the Utopia save them? I don't know. Yeah. But very strange occurrence uh, for a boat that sophisticated with those kinds of navigation aids and, and radar and all the technology that goes into that. Plus, um, you know, ships and and yachts like that have um a proximity warning system right uh, all the alarms yeah. should have been going off big time exactly but, but I, my even, neck hurts i need to see an attorney yeah i mean yeah. Do, we do we know any details of the collision i mean obviously it just ran into the the barge and it ended up sinking the barge actually though yeah, yes it's actually not wow. a barge it was a it was a 160 foot long tanker um and the the utopia overtook it and rear-ended it and uh, uh, breached it, breached the hull. Oh, okay. And, and, so and, it and poked a hole sank. in it, is what it did. Poked a hole. Yeah. In okay, it, yeah. gotcha. And the, and the vessel sank, and the Utopia did not. The Utopia so, made it back to port. Hmm. Now, now there's a new wreck dive in the Bahamas. Evidently, for technical drivers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's in two thousand feet. Technical divers. Oh. Okay. Well, submarine <laughs> subs. I think right. Greg had a submarine, didn't you? No, or I you don't know have someone with one. No, uh, you don't have any subs. They will have to call James Cameron. Uh, maybe he'll do right. the Abyss too and use that, or maybe the Deep. It'd be like oh, your new... twin, yeah, James. Yeah, you. whatever. Okay, so you can uh, actually buy a submarine. You you could absolutely. You, they you they can. sell them down there, sale. right? Right down there by Barry, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there's actually yeah. a huge company in South Florida that specializes just in that. But you're talking about yeah. something else. Now there's I'm like, talking about a Russian submarine. You can buy a Russian submarine. What, on eBay or something? Right or what? No, on mysubmarines.com. <laughs> really? Of <laughs> uh, yeah. course. I'm checking that one out. You, you can right. actually buy a Russian submarine. It's for sale right now. Huh. Let's see. I still have World of Boating's buy pin number for their submarine debit card. submarine on mysubmarines.com. <laughs> I think they've removed my the missiles submarines. and torpedoes. MySubmarines.com. <laughs> All right. So you could... Uh, <laughs> You could buy the. Uh, how much is it? Actually, the Russians they do have some crazy technology available. They, it was their Russian subs at first. I think found uh, Titanic. Those were the one big subs. They were built in Russia or something. 
They got a yeah, thing about uh, subs in that part of the world, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you can actually find the story on it on the uh, World of Boating webpage and yeah. Facebook. And Facebook, it's on there go. right now, right. as we speak. Okay, yeah. so if you want to get a sub and go explore this new wreck in the Bahamas, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I assume actually they're going to maybe. Well, I don't know. It was so deep, maybe no. they won't be bringing it back. You're not going to salvage that at two thousand feet. Yeah. Nah. yeah. But uh, the lawyers are going nuts right now uh, to t- try to determine how much money they can get out of uh, Mr. Redinger. Is that who you said it was? Uh, J.R. Redinger. Yeah. So, and, you know, being that he uh, owns all this other stuff, I'm sure they're going to come to an agreement, is my guess. Really? Yeah. Yep. But how, you know, that, that's kind of, first of all, it's nutty. It should never happen in the first place, obviously, right. with all the even basic you know, iPad navigation available for boats. You'd think you could avoid something like this. How about binoculars? Well, there's wait, that. Wait. I need my sextant. Let me get yeah. that out. Wait, is that a boat there? Oh, right. Just ramming speed. We'll take it out of the way. But what does and it say little- that one boat could rear end another one and poke a hole in it and sink it like that? That well, just seems I'll- a bit nutty, too, to me. Well, well Utopia must be pretty fast, for yeah. one thing. Well, right. Um, okay. And and the hole on the the gas tanker must have been pretty you know, flimsy, pretty pretty flimsy. Yeah, but uh, you know it it just begs a question. You know how how in the world can that happen? When you look at the photographs of the tanker sinking, all the lights are on, including the uh, including the anchor light. Hmm. You know, so I don't so know. Maybe the they can work out a deal where they just do an even trade. Look, our boat's on the bottom of the ocean. Just give us your fifty million dollar yacht, and we'll call it a we'll call it even. What do you think? See, I could play yeah, mitigator in this. You think, uh, Barry? Would that work? Yep, yep. All I right. can see you're going to have a Judge Greg TV Judge, show next. They, okay, it could be a thing. It could happen. Or magistrate, I guess. Right. Maybe. We'll go with that. All right. For the uh, all the crew, remember whether it is sail or motor, life is life better. Is better as, as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.